Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Happy New Year and welcome back to the Pat Podcast, episode 20. Boy, it has been some interesting days. I'm sure all of us have our famous New Year stories, our famous uh, Christmas stories, some of which I shared with you in the Christmas edition of the Pat Podcast, which didn't turn out as well as I had planned. I, I put a lot more thought into it, and I feel like it fell a little bit flat, but I mean... What what do you I mean when the the point of a podcast is to hear somebody complain there's really not a highlight it's like how bad can it get for Patrick the show, and then we just kind of move the needle a little bit forward every time. Not for comedic value, but just because that's my life, as I'm sure many people out there also share the same opinion with things that happen to them. Uh, first thing I would like to uh, point out is that you'll notice that I'm 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 trying something different for those of you that are watching the video. Um, version of this podcast i have a sheet behind me it's a dark blue color i feel like my complexion naturally tends to skew red so i hear darker colors help pull the red out and i don't know what i'm talking about but that's what i went with it sounded, it sounded pretty like i knew what i was talking about didn't it so i'll take that so yes it has been an interesting time not just for myself but also for the jackass express members very interesting things going on everywhere. I don't even know where to begin, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, first of which is, of course, Happy New Year. I hope all of you uh, had a great time celebrating with your friends, hopefully laughing, watching good movies, and realizing that the beginning of the new year is not a chance for it to happen all over again, but an opportunity to make sure that this year is better. That's um, that, yep, mm -hmm. Me, myself... I have realized that I am no longer the party animal. Ne nor was I ever the party animal, but I did. I used to be able to stay up past 12 o'clock this year. I um, celebrated New Year's by watching Now You See Me Too with my wife in our living room as our children slumbered at 10 o'clock, and we both fell asleep and awoke a mere two minutes before New Year's. <laughs> frantically waking up, switching it to the the correct New Year's. Because by the time it's 10 o'clock, it's already been New Year's in New York, right? So we're trying to re-celebrate for ourselves. Our kids already had their little New Year's thing. They got to pop the little, you know, poppers and wear the hats and so forth. And that was great. But I was soundly asleep. And as exciting as that may sound, I was very happy to have been able to wake up and see the beginning of 2019 I feel a lot of people ha begin the new year with a bit of cynicism that I feel is unfortunate. And uh, that cynicism, although sometimes warranted, can have negative repercussions. And I'm not the type to say New Year's resolutions are completely the answer to everything. There's a cliche that, oh, well, why do you have to wait till the, the new year in order to uh, fulfill your New Year's re resolution? If you are really serious about your New Year's resolutions, you should just start whenever you want. 
Clearly, this person doesn't has not run out of Christmas cake, cookies, and everything else that makes the holidays great. So yes, you do. In my case, I do tend to wait to fulfill some of my resolutions past the stroke of midnight on January first, and even then, it doesn't always go the way as planned. Much like this podcast, it never goes the way as planned. It just goes, skews in a different direction, and I think that's okay. For the most part, I think that's okay because that's human. To be able to say that you can align to a brand new way of thinking or to adjust yourself to a new way of being within moments or within seconds or within hours because you were enlightened, inspired by something that you saw or did is, is, is pretty impossible. If anything new is going to take practice, anything worthwhile is going to take a lot of practice. Anything that you can stand out in is going to take an insane amount of not only practice, but of failure as well. And failure is something that no one should ever be ashamed of. Because failure is the realization that there is something to do better. You know, I heard this once that it's better to be the person who lost to fail at something because then you have an opportunity to learn and to change and to get better. And if ever you get to the point where you think that you've got it all figured out, and you've got everything down to a science and nothing can ever change. That is the very moment you begin to stagnate. That's the second you begin to stale and the second you begin to <gasps> die. So dramatic, Patrick, but it's true. How many people are set in their ways? How many of our relatives, especially those at Christmas dinners, Thanksgiving dinners are so set in their ways that it becomes impossible for them to hear the wisdom of people younger than them. There's a uh, gentleman that I watch by the name of Dave Ramsey, and he refers to this as the powdered butt syndrome. It's where if they've powdered your butt as a child, in other words, they were an uncle or an aunt or grandfather, your own parents, they don't want to hear your advice on money or on other things, intimate things. And it makes sense. You don't want to have your kids one day turn around and tell you, oh, they know more than you because that's not the case. But it's never really the case. It's just that usually youth tends to have different experiences than the older generation and therefore can bring new ideas and concepts to the table that maybe have been missed because of a cultural difference. I don't know. Such as now, where I suggest that having a New Year's resolution is just fine. Beginning again is just fine. Starting again is just fine. And the wonderful thing about being human, about being a person, is that beginnings are everywhere. Because every time... You have to start something new. You have a fresh blank slate, a palette, a white palette, a brand new clean to an artist is the most satisfying thing to probably look at because in their mind, they have this concept, this idea, and they, they're dying to get it out. Perhaps you are doing the same, but yours is, could be in the form of wanting to save money, wanting to lose weight, wanting to... Listen to more of the Pat podcast and subscribe and like and hit the little bell. I like that. Po I like that resolution. I support it. And I think it's okay to start at the beginning. In fact, the beginning is the best part. That's when the inspiration comes from. It's the maintaining that becomes more difficult. But we all know this. Most of us, especially in our 30s and plus, know the concept of having to start all over again from nothing. 
But we also learned that starting is not a bad thing. Beginning is not a bad thing. Starting over is not a bad thing. Now, if there's something that you're struggling with and it's just not getting any better and you are sincerely giving it everything you got, maybe it's time to consider the fact that it's not meant for you. It's kind of like the idea that there's a wall, you know? There's a wall here for you audio listeners. Please pretend that I'm holding my hand up against the wall because I am. I'm touching it. I'm touching it very sensually. Mm, wall. Okay, no. But you want to go through this wall, but there is no door here. So no matter how badly you want to go through this wall, you're not going to go through this wall because there is no door here. But that's okay because maybe that wall is there for a reason. Maybe it's something that you thought you should have done, you should have gone through, but perhaps maybe it's not something you're meant to go through. And that's an interesting concept for most of us because it's been my personal experience that the things that I hate the most are usually the things I'm the best at. Which should tell you why I'm terrible at podcasting. Not really. And ironically, the things that I love, I like doing the most, I tend to struggle with and takes more practice, as I said earlier, to just get a decent outcome. But then again, that makes you question the virtue of the action itself. I mean, and what I mean by that is, are you doing it for the right reasons? Or are you doing it for the wrong reasons? Because if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, you, you won't continue with it. You'll let it go and you'll move on and or, or you'll stick with it, but for the wrong reasons and you'll just keep hitting that wall you'll keep hitting that wall and not understand why there's no you can't go through this wall but if it's something you enjoy doing you love maybe it's not a wall for you maybe it's a exercise routine and you're just doing it because you want to be healthy and you're enjoying exercising your body but you're not really losing any weight but you're enjoying it continue with it continue and and, and be proud of what you're doing and love what you're doing. And there's nothing wrong when there's no shame in that. But a lot of people, they feel that if they're not good at something right away or within a set amount of time, that's cause for them to give up. It's cause for them to quit. And wisdom dictates that in most cases, if you know something's too time consuming or you don't have the ability to readily do something you it, it's easier to compartmentalize what it is you want to do as maybe a hobby instead of a career choice but then that's also not a bad thing because again it goes back to do you enjoy what you're doing and that can apply to anything and that's why I speak in such generalizations it could be uh, these people who do speed runs on YouTube which I greatly enjoy watching speed runs for those of you that may not know are people who take video games and can run through them faster than any living person in the world. Cheese, 05, Super Mario 64. Oh, man. Simple flips. Amazing dude. I like the guy. Great stuff. On a channel called the Hobo Bros, which I was watching, and I have no affiliation with whatsoever, but, man, I've seen some impressive stuff on that channel, and if ever you want to see... Anyway, the point is, some people try to do that. I know I try to do stuff like that, and it just doesn't come. I can't do that. Or rather, it's not my it's not my natural inclination to do that. I tend to talk a lot. I tend to not to be able to be quiet sometimes. I tend to talk too much. So podcasting and voicing my opinion 
comes more easy to me than would say running through Super Mario 64 under an hour and 28 minutes or whatever the record is currently now that bewildering to watch. I mean, I, I will seriously consider putting a link to that. Oh my God. In, in the description of this video, because it it's just amazing. <clears throat> but beginning again, it's a wonderful concept. And in my opinion, it should not be mocked. It should not be criticized. It should not, people should not be made to feel wrong for saying New Year's resolution because yes there are those who will say it and then let it go but that's okay because they'll start again and if they don't well that's on them but at least you didn't tell them hey this goal you have that's stupid you should just do it whenever you want to do it and then you shouldn't have to feel like you have if you this is really something you wanted to do well you should start right now and give me the cupcake you People need the blank slate. We need to be able to start over. I mean, that's the very foundation, I think, of what it is to live in a society is the ability to learn from our mistakes and begin a brand new. Doesn't mean not holding yourself accountable. That's something totally different, and I have a totally different podcast for that. Accountability for the things that you have done, but with those, with that accountability, having learned your lesson, what will you do now? And I love seeing it on YouTube because it's a wonderful place to see people who are trying new things. Sugar Pine 7, I'm a huge fan of theirs. Seeing them try this um, almost reality TV show style thing, the content shift that they've done from the, their alternative lifestyle show to now this new uh, show that they're doing where it's uh, like an Uber driver and just playing out these skits, the skits. At sketch show, I think I believe it's called, and it's neat to see them expand into that boundary because you know that's where their strength is. And my personal favorite of theirs is their mu their music videos that they're coming out with, because they've done something. It's great. It went great, but they're starting to see the numbers drop, so they're trying new things, and they're not afraid to do it either. Some people will stick with the same thing, to tedium, and that's fine as so long as you're doing it for that purpose of you like it, but. If you're doing it with the intent of it succeeding, oh, one day it'll come back. People will remember why they liked it. No, no, no. It has to be an essential part of the human experience to be able to start over. For a second there, I thought I hadn't press record, and I was about to be a very big hypocrite and say, I'm done. I'm not starting over. <laughs> but thank goodness it is recording. Um... I had a very unfortunate situation where my car, for those of you that may not know about this, I drove a 2000 Honda Civic that was held together by what I can only describe as duct tape, dust, and hope. And that car had so many problems. The uh, steering would go out. The power steering would go out. It would. It, there was a point where I would have to by a thing of uh, steering fluid as a random tangent. I'm so sorry, but it, it goes somewhere with, along with the point. Bear with me. And I would have to fill the steering fluid because it was leaking so badly, but I need to be able to make it home or to the mechanic so they could fix it. And it cost a lot of money to fix this car over and over. Well, thankfully, I was at work. I was ready to go home. 
and I push on my brake, and it goes all the way to the blade floor. My brakes were out. It was done. Thankfully, I noticed this in time to stop to go a little bit forward. And you know how there's that concrete stopper in front of the parking spot? And I call it a stopper because that's exactly what it did. I slammed into that because my brakes didn't work, but it stopped me. I tried to get the brake fluid. I, I went to the mechanic. It turned out that what it was going to cost to fix the car was going to cost more than the car was worth. And for those of you that go have gone through this tragedy, you know what that means. It's It's time for the car to enter the pearly white gates of junkyard heaven. And it's uh, it's sad to see her go. I've had her for 10 years. She's a 19-year-old car. But I uh, am very grateful for that car. That was the first car I ever learned how to drive. Most people start driving at 16. I started driving at 22. I wanted to make sure I had it down. I still don't. <laughs> but uh, I was very lucky that I had friends and family pulled together and encouraged me to get a newer vehicle. And uh, it was way overdue. I'm extremely grateful for it. It's a wonderful opportunity for me to really, you know, feel what it's like to not have to hope my car is going to make it somewhere. It's it's a lot nicer. It's I mean, it's not brand new. It's not a brand new car. It's still a used car, but it's a lot nicer than my old one. And I and I and I think it's great. And um, for a while there, I really was considering fixing my old car completely. Pain more than it was worth just to get my old car fixed. And let me tell you why. And this is how it all ties in. It's what I knew. It had no radio. It had no sun visor. The back right door would stay open whenever I would try to lock the whole thing. I can't tell you how many times I've locked my key in my car, but I was saved because my own car didn't lock. I was able to somehow get the handle open, which means... Anybody could have gotten into that car and taken the car, but to be honest, they would have done me a favor, but <clears throat> it was mine. It was something that I was familiar with. It got me from point A to point B. It drove my kids to my aunt and uncle, and whenever they had to be watched, and I um, was comfortable in that car. It felt safe. I didn't want to change. I don't want anything to change. But change is necessary. My refusal to change could have been, in a very dramatic case, mind you, life-threatening. What if I attempted to try to pay it, putting myself in further debt, and it went out again? What if I'm unable to take my kids to their destinations daycare, so forth. Or even worse, what if I'm not able to take them to the doctor because my car is falling apart, but I, my refusal to give up what I knew, what I, what, what I thought was familiar, it wasn't safe, mind you. It was not safe. But it was familiar, and I didn't want to let that go because I was in control of it, or so I thought, until the brakes went out. <laughs> Thank God, while I was in a parking space. And it makes me think, how often do we do that in life? How often are we unwilling to change for the things that we want to see happen in our lives? These new beginnings and New Year's resolutions, 
at the crux, they're change. It's in a desire to change yourself for the better. To eat better. To work harder. To work smarter. Learn a new skill. But most people resist change because they're comfortable with where they're at. Not because they don't see the necessity of the new thing that they want, but because they're comfortable in their mess. They're comfortable in the situation that they're in because that's all they've ever known. And uh, I, like most people my age and younger, suffer from anxiety. And we all do. I think the human condition is naturally to suffer by anxiety. I think we all vary in our ability to handle it appropriately. Some of us struggle so badly we need medication to help us manage it. I do. And I'm not ashamed of that because I do struggle greatly with anxiety. It doesn't mean that, you know, there there's something... How can I put this? It doesn't mean that there's a deficit in you. It just means that you think differently. You work differently. Your wires work differently. But people who are anxious tend to want to stay in the comfy zone because we don't want to leave. We don't want to go anywhere. We don't do anything different. But then nothing changes and we get mad at the same time. And we wonder why. And they, there is a saying, a very popular cliche, that is if you do things the same every time and you expect a different result, that's a definition of anxiety, of insanity. Right? Well, anxiety, the desire to stay safe, truly does want you to stay, keep things the same because you're afraid to move on, but your desire for better, greater things is still there. So you really do go insane. You do feel insane. It's like you can't leave your bubble of protection, but you want better things. So it takes, it does take courage to admit that you have a problem with anxiety and that you need to have the courage to move forward. Thankfully, I'm surrounded by wonderful, supportive people, hilarious people. The JEE guys, I don't know what I would do without them. I do not know what I'd do without them. Every single day, they make me crack up. And it reminds me that there are better things out there than this weird world trapped inside my head and this fear of starting something brand new. And it makes me think, why would I want something that doesn't work? It's like my car. It didn't work. It wasn't working. And I was about to try to fix, about to Frankenstein my car just so I could say that I'm familiar with it. And then there's those people that say, well, well I want to say I had my car for 15 years. Well, I had mine for 10 and I, I felt trapped in it. I didn't feel like loyal to it. I felt trapped to it because it was all I knew. And I struggled with driving from a very early age. I mean, like I said, I didn't get my license until I was 22. I had a fear of driving. By the time I got around to getting my driver's license, I had heard all the horror stories of my friends who had been 16, gotten into cars, gotten into car accidents, had their parents' insurance raised, had the scolding of that happen, lost their licenses, got them back, got in accidents. Some of them got killed. And it's scary. But I have to drive. I have to be able to do those things, right? And my point is, it's okay to set a new beginning. It's okay to change, and you can change if you want to change. And change that is permanent is change that is practiced because we fear that if we do not develop... What do you think they call medicine a practice? 
the doctor, you know, he's in there, he's doing this thing. They call it his practice because he's not a doctor in the sense that now he knows everything, every about every bit of medication, and he's a closed book encyclopedia of everything. No, it's because he too is still practicing medicine. So anything in your life that there's something that you wish you want to do, practicing it is the correct approach, I think, to anything. You know, you want to be on YouTube, practice being on YouTube. Don't think of it as, well, I have to get on YouTube and, and now I have to be um uh, I have to be perfect and I have to say everything and I have to have a script in front of me and I have to watch all these videos that tell me how to do things. Yeah, that helps to get some idea of what you're doing, but then don't get stuck in not doing it. And if you have time, obviously time's a big issue, but don't get discouraged by that either. I mean, anything that truly means something to you, you're going to want to practice it. But look at it in terms of practice, and I promise you, you'll be more consistent with the new change that you want to do than anything else. It is a mind-boggling war to try something new sometimes, especially when you fear change, and especially when you have a family, and they rely on you for consistency, and then you fear that they're not going to like your new change and you worry what the repercussions of your change are and if so was your decision to change selfish was it unfair was it you know uncaring of other people around you no it's just it's change for not for the sake of change but change out of the necessity of change creative people struggle with change all the time because Actually, they don't struggle with change. That's the problem. That on the opposite end of the spectrum, they're changing everything every five minutes because they want something new to do. They want that new stimuli so that they can create and, and do different things, and they don't care what. That's why one usually artists start off in one niche, and eventually they, they start loving music and painting and sculptures and everything because that desire to want to learn something new is in all creative minds. And everybody's creative, by the way. Everybody has a bit of creativity. It's just, again some more than others and in, in different ways but some people get trapped in things that don't work and they don't want to move on that's why I said that I'm lucky I had friends and family who encouraged me to make the change because to me that's more valuable than paying for the car you know I'll pay for the car I'd rather pay a down payment on that than try to fix the old car, which I already know what I'm going to get is safe, than try something new. Take a risk. That doesn't mean you put yourself in you know, financial jeopardy or something. Your family's starving. You don't go buy a new car. But you don't be afraid to try something new, especially when you know you're doing it for the right reasons. Or at least reasons that you're convicted to yourself. Wow, that got really deep really fast, and that's not what she said. Oh, I don't want to say that. Uh, and that's not what I, where I wanted to go with this so quickly. I wanted to have a happy-go-lucky, very jolly, happy New Year episode. And boy, did that not happen right away. But I am glad that I was able to get that out. I think it's important to, you know, let these things out, let people know how you're thinking and feeling. And as I said from the very beginning, uh, the Pad Podcast is more of a therapeutic session for myself. So it, in a way, I enjoy sharing this information with you guys, but it's more so that I can say it aloud. And I can hear myself say it and, and be proud of that. And I, I know that there are those of you that will agree with me. And I know there are those of you that will disagree with me. And that's fine, too. How dare you? But if anything, out of this entire 
podcast, you can take away something. It's just this. Change is going to happen whether you want it or not. And if things on the outside aren't changing, there's a good possibility it's because you need something that needs to change in here, in yourself. And that takes courage. And it takes to get that courage, it takes practice. And if you look at it at practice, it's a little bit easier. At least that's my experience. Anyway, thank you for joining me today at the Pat Podcast. I hope you all are having a great new year, 2019. Um, it's going to be an interesting year. Things have already gotten crazy in the world. I hope to talk more about worldly things and give my very limited opinion and um, share my small corner of the internet opinion on most things. Not because I look for people to agree with me, but because it's important for me to be able to vocalize it as well. Um, you know, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, uh, youtube.com slash jackassexpress. Uh, we're not quite, we don't have the name on it yet, but if you go to Google, you type in Jackass Express with a red and white logo, beautifully, masterfully, artistically designed by the great, amazing Christopher Connor Thompson. I love that logo. It's a great logo. Sorry, I got a little bit too deep there. But it's a fantastic one. And also, uh, make sure you like us on iTunes. Also, subscribe to our uh, Twitter. I believe it's not a subscribe. You follow us on Twitter. Uh, we also have an Instagram, which I tend to post to once in a while. And on Facebook, our most active social media page, facebook.com slash jackassexpress. Why Facebook? Because we're old and we, we're okay with it. We accept it. And... Uh, if you have any questions or comments or things you would like to hear from us or for me to discuss, please put them in the comments section or leave me a direct message on Twitter. But usually I leave that open. Thank you for watching. We will see you next time. Farewell. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.